For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is On the Block. Austin Norman, Eric Strickland with you. Text line, you're popping off. We're going to get to you here in this segment. Keep Husker conversation going. Um, Augie said, didn't uh, the OC at the time say that Luke picked up the wide receiver playbook faster than anyone he'd ever seen? Maybe. I don't remember that specifically, but again, you can't be a dummy to play the quarterback position. Like, no. you just can't get away with mm. not knowing a playbook. And this is a guy that played both quarterback and wide receiver in high school. So it stands to reason that he picked it up quickly. Yeah. Just didn't translate. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's something that, that if you're an athlete, you know, you're, you're that. Like, I, I had never played the wide receiver position before my, my sophomore year, and then I'm All-State. If you're an athlete, they can put you wherever. That That's probably why I didn't play my senior years because I'm like, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, dang, Cluster's gone. I'm a receiver, new quarterback. Who's going to throw to me? This is this is how Ohio State's feeling right now. Um, how's this going to work? <laughs> we've got one of the best, two of the, two of the best receivers in the country, and uh, we've got to figure out if he's going to be able to get the ball to us. Right. <laughs> so, 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 like, I'm, I'm trying to figure this whole thing out, Austin. I'm like, God darn it. Um, I'm gonna have to play quarterback, running back, receiver, linebacker, DN. I'm, uh, like, I'm not gonna get, I'm gonna get killed. No, no, I'm, I'm not playing. That's really, that's really, yeah, that goes yeah, into the decision. Yeah. yeah. So, but they can put you anywhere. Mm-hmm. They'll find a spot for you if you're, if you're, you know, you're good enough and you have some intellect about yourself. Right. Uh, Craig says he's still very concerned about the strength and conditioning program. Uh, It was great when Boyd Epley kept stats and gave lifter of the year accountability. Here's the thing. That stuff still happens. They track everything that goes on in that weight room Mm -hmm. and not just the numbers of how much weight did you get up for how many reps they track how much energy you're actually exerting, how much, you know, force you create when you push through the ground, when you're squatting, how explosive you are with the bench press, right? Like the technology's gotten better. Way better. The the difference is that everyone's doing it now, right? That's mm-hmm. the difference. That's what made Nebraska great. It wasn't he that was, they had he was cutting edge. You know, the lifter of the year. It's yeah. that they were actually lifting. Mm-hmm. Michigan State's coach said, No, it's gonna slow our players down. So they didn't lift. Mm-hmm. You know, so what Nebraska did was they started lifting. Mm-hmm. And yes, accountability is a big part of that, especially in the early days when you're trying to get that off the ground. You, you can always use more accountability, but that has to be, I think, for the most part, teammate to teammate pushing each other, um, you know, being honest with each other about the work you're putting in. 
but just giving out lifter of the year and keeping stats wasn't what made Nebraska good. No, I think I think when you go back to that time, there was something that was unique about it that they they some teams do, but a lot of teams don't do anymore. There, and, and, and if you're watching on the stream, you will understand. If not, I'll tell you. But there's one thing that, that a teams used to do is we're going to ground. You hear it in UFC now. We're going to ground and pound you. We're going to be more physical than you, and we're going to win in the trenches. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be better conditioned than you. So every time the fourth quarter happened, you would see them put up four. Every dang team, we're, we're, we're better than you in our conditioning. We're stronger than you, and now this is where we're going to show you who we are, right? Mm-hmm. That's what sealed the deal in, in a lot of teams, and that's what Nebraska was good at. They were good at, we're, when we, we're going to ground you and pound you, and you know what's coming, and there's nothing you're going to do about it, and when we get to the fourth quarter, you're going to know that you've been in the worst battle of your life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That was the mentality of Nebraska football back then. And now facilities, people have caught up because Nebraska used to be on the cutting edge of everything back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but now teams have caught up. You know, the technologies, all of that stuff is now uh, next level. There's nothing that you're going to be able to do that another can't do. So it's about you. The program can't be just about the brand. It's got to be about the vision and making it plain and executing it. Craig also said, uh, we have zero proof of rule being successful here. And to me, he says, sounds like you're doing keg stands at the Kool-Aid bar, which is funny. But here's the thing, Craig, I agree. We don't have any track record of him being successful here. He and that whole staff have to prove it. But the reason Luke McCaffrey and that hypothetical is interesting to me is uh, strict DP and I before the show, before he got in, went over the five guys that have changed positions this this offseason. John Bullock moving down from safety to linebacker. He's played on special teams. We'll see if he makes a difference. Coaching staff seems to like him. Okay, cool. Show me what you got this, this fall, big fella. A.J. Rollins, tight end to defensive end. Mm-hmm. Made a splash. Mm. Was wrecking havoc. And you can say, well, that's a you know an offensive line that underachieved last year. Sure, fine, true. But that's a guy that had offers to play defense out of high school. That They said, yep, make the switch. And in spring practice, he made an impact initially. That's identification. Even when the tight end position was open. Open. Mm-hmm. Go, okay, go ahead. Absolutely. Brody Tagaloa, same thing. Janarin Bonner, guy recruited yeah. as a wide receiver. They moved to fullback. Yeah. And again, we haven't seen a fullback around here for Long five plus time. years. <laughs> um, we've only really seen him in, again, spring practice in the spring game. But all the reviews from not just the coaching staff, not just propaganda, but people that are at least supposed to be objective about it say, he looks the part. It seems like this is going to be a good move. And then you you brought up Tommy Hill, right? Defensive back to wide receiver, back to defensive back. At least there's a plan there. Mm-hmm. They're not just keeping him at wide receiver because that's where the old staff had him. Mm-hmm. We have to wait and see if their evaluations are correct. But the early signs, the early returns are at least there's a plan. And if there's a plan and it goes wrong, at least you had a plan. If you're just winging it, you never gave yourself a chance. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's the key to it. I mean, I think in anything in our lives that we're connected to, we're doing, or we're working on, just take, for instance, you want to build a freaking deck. You've got plans to, you know, wifey said, hey, um, we're tired of sitting on this little flat in this grass area. We would love a nice little deck. Papa, 
Let's get to work. Mm-hmm. You have an option. You have an option to hire staff to do it. You have an option to go find some plans, get some plans, go get some wood, and get to work. I mean, and my wood. dad did that. We we built the deck. You know what I mean? So, um, but once you get the plan, if you deviate from the plan or you don't tell others about the plan, then the plan can't be executed and can't be completed. So you need to make sure that you're on one accord. You need to make sure that there's understanding. You need to make sure that... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They also see it because if they don't see it, then it's not a plan. You know what I mean? If they mm-hmm. if they can't see it, then it's not a plan. Then you're running haphazardly. You're you you have no direction, and without direction, you can't channel focus. For example, if I have a if I have a microscope, like or or a magnifying glass, mm-hmm. a magnifying glass on its own. If I just look at you, it's going to look blurry. You know. But if I put it in the sun and I channel it in a direction, it could burn fire. Mm-hmm. So it depends on what you have with the vision. It's vision. It's right it's there. Magnify. Mm-hmm. It's a magnified vision. What did what idea you have with the vision could determine the power of the tool that's being used? Absolutely. Uh, Notorious Bib. Uh, said we seem to have lost that smash mouth mentality when we got rid of the fullback. Eh, this is where I think this is a an eras sort of thing because you can still be smash mouth without a fullback, right? You have mm-hmm. to be able to, right? Mm-hmm. Again, you go to Oregon and Ohio State are the examples I go to. When's the last time either of those two schools under, well, Chip Kelly, Oregon, I suppose, and what Ohio State's done since Urban Meyer got there, they haven't used fullbacks more than 5% of the time. If that, maybe they'll use a tight end as one here and there. Yeah. But it comes down to being bigger, faster, stronger on the offensive line, of being committed to running the football, doing it well situationally when you have to, of imposing your will. And that has nothing to do with a fullback or not a fullback. It has everything to do with 11 guys on the field working together. Um, The commitment from the top of the food chain all the way down to the bottom of the roster of not just thinking it, but believing it. And then again, staying committed to it, having that full belief and trust in the plan, putting everything you have toward the plan more so than, oh, we got rid of a fullback, now we're soft. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know if it's just the fullback position in itself because you can still be a strong and dominant team. I mean, let's let's be real about it. Derrick Henry and those crews, when they had them, and Trent, you know, Richardson and those guys, just they were just they would line up one. One back, 
and just get after you. So it doesn't necessarily have to be the fullback. It's a mentality. It's where I see it. It's not necessarily a position, but it's a mentality. Absolutely it is. Yeah, win the trenches and you win. Uh, Texture 4189 says. That's simple. what it comes down to. Simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's no, it's not complicated. That's, that's simple. Win the trenches and you win. This is why I was scared. And, and, and you weren't here yet, but I, I maybe have mentioned it. But when we talked about, um, there's been times that we've discussed how worried I was. Were you here last spring? You wasn't here last spring. No. So in the last spring, Nate and I was talk. I was talking about watching that spring game and how worried I was that there was no, there was no movement on the offensive end. But then when there was movement, it was the defense that was being moved. And there was holes and gaps everywhere, and I was like, "Ooh, this is gonna be trouble." Yeah, yeah. They, you know, if they don't find a way to to lock that down, it's gonna be trouble. Now, that's why I'm interested in seeing what our new DC is going to be able to do because watching film, I got a chance to go back and watch some film on what he did at Syracuse, mm-hmm. and I loved how he he found ways to gap and you know, throw some tricks, throw some, you know, drops and just different things. He was very creative. Um, I don't think he had as as much talent as he probably has on this, you know, this roster, but he he made it work. He, -hmm. he you know, posed a challenge in some instances, but it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what he does with it. There are only, uh, here's the thing, there are a lot of gaps you have to fill, but there are also only so many, yeah. right? And with the three three five being maybe a different look than a lot of Big Ten teams are used to, with how amoeba-ish, amorphous yeah. it can be, just make sure all the gaps are filled, right? And you can do it in multiple ways, especially if you recruit the athletes to it, right? But it's being physically ready and mentally ready. If you're going to throw a lot of looks at a team, a lot of guys have to be ready for a lot of different stuff. I doubt we see the full... Unleashed three three five in year one. By year two or three, you should be able to see some pieces, and then by year four, you're on the same page. You're rocking and rolling with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, last thing before we head to the crossover with DP and J on old school, uh, the Nebraska Football Hall of Fame was announced yesterday, uh, headlined by Troy Dumas, uh, linebacker from ninety one to ninety four, uh, all Big Eight first team as a senior. A lot of good stats. Sam Cook. Uh, a little Seward connection there. Uh, I think my dad taught him uh, when he was in high school. Uh, Kyle Vandenbosch, uh, the defensive line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will never get over those red contacts anymore. <laughs> Just yeah. bizarre. Yeah. And here's a, here's one strike that I didn't realize was going to get fans up in arms. Taylor Martinez. Mm-hmm. I saw some fans on Twitter saying, well, what's he doing in the Nebraska Hall of Fame? Are we going to take Taylor Martinez for granted now? We know his flaws. Mm-hmm. Don't forget how exciting that boy was when we watched him run. Taylor, Taylor, if he if he hit a hole, he was out of there. Yeah, he he was he was very much out of there, and it was no catching him. Yeah, he was he was special from that standpoint. I understand some of the frustrations that came with it. Um, to me, again, it was very um, similar in ways to Adrian. Yep. It, it just it just it just seemed that the progression just didn't get to a peak. He didn't peak out, you know, but he was always gifted at running that ball. So uh, he was good there. We remember him for his senior year when he had the turf toe, didn't play a lot, and you started seeing more of, of Tom, Tommy Armstrong, who was his backup mm-hmm. at that point. But as a junior, Taylor Martinez, uh, first team, 
All Big Ten, 3,890 yards of total offense, season record 33 touchdowns. Uh, freshman All-American, Big 12 Offensive Newcomer of the Year in 2010. Over 10,000 yards of total offense in essentially three and a half seasons. We know the flaws with Taylor Martinez, but he had the numbers. He had the accolades. He's he's deserving of it. Yeah, I mean, he's there. So somebody, you know, obviously thought so. Um, I don't ever want to knock somebody's, you know, accolade and career. I'm not, so I, I, he's there. Let me just say he's made it. He's in. Um, you may not like it. I understand, too, some of the understanding behind that, but that man's in. For as flawed as he was, he had a lot of special moments, put up the numbers, and again, won nine games every year as a starter. He was part of that era. So I think Taylor Martinez deserves it. Let's ask Jay. How about that when he comes in to go over that aspect of it? We'll cross it over with Old School next to wrap up on the block. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.